Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It's Saturday, you know what that means. Uh, it's an AEW review time. It's me, your boy, Big Tasty, here as always with Aaron, the Statman Sutcliffe. Aaron, how is it going, my friend? All right, we're a day early. We're actually organised. We're giving you two, so, two in the same week. How good is that? I mean, it's almost like they put the pay per view on the Sunday night, forces us to record this earlier, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long week, and we're finally here. It's all out weekend. So since we, since we last recorded, I have literally worked every day since. Okay. I watched I watched Dynamite last night and Rampage this morning. Nah, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so if if um, if I have a bit of trouble um, separating things out, you'll know why. It all just feels like we'll be ball of wrestling at the moment. I'm so struggling to unpick. It's okay, mate. We'll be able to fix it between us. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of speaking of things being fine, um, Dynamite opened this week with an absolute banger. Well, well, do you want to talk about how my fight account decided to play ball? Right. So put on put on dynamite, right? This is gonna be weird. Put on put on dynamite. And then Vince McMahon comes out on WWE. This is through fight, by the way. So Vince both AW confirmed. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> the WWE logo and all that was there, so I was like how how's this happening? There's no way. Looking at my phone, the timer on the two hours is still going. It's still going away. Tony so Khan's like, just all his money off on CM Punk. He's got to sell. So, so he goes in the ring. Do you know what segment it is? When CM Punk like gets his contract, like they sign in the ring, they try sign it. So oh, CM yeah. Punk comes out to this fire burns. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I was like, "How? What is going on? How is like, this a coincidence?" It was, like, it was like the work experience guy kind of fight just asleep, and like someone like banged on the door, like, "Quick, put the CM Punk thing on!" And he just panicked about the first thing. <laughs> the thing is, I went off the app again, and then went back on it, and it worked perfectly. It's because it started off with the AEW Dynamite like intro. Mm. I seen the intro, and then that happened. I was like. You know, the weird, you know, the weird thing is, mate, nobody will ever believe you. No one will ever believe that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. So while you were watching that, I was watching a phenomenal tag team matchup between I Santana mean, and Ortiz versus it, FTR. As I say, I went off the app and back on it. It was working <laughs> fine, so I did get to see it. <laughs> yeah, so this match was... Really, really good. Um, obviously, we, we, you know, when, when you get these two teams in the ring, you're gonna have a good old time. Yeah, it was all right. Oh, say. don't you, don't you, don't you bring oh, that evil on me? Uh, the only thing I'll yeah. say, I don't know, I was, I don't know if they, this has got in my head and I was overthinking it, but did it seem like Cash didn't do an awful lot? But there was a lot of the start of the match, he wasn't in it at all because I, 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 no, I was a bit bored of this match. I'm not a FTR fan, no, you know, powerful that they're 
there's no baguettes going up people's arses in this one, no, is there? So, you know. There's no baguettes or thumbs going up people's arses or that. <laughs> so it's not fun. You don't like um, good fundamental wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would, I went I went and got food, came back and And it was still happening? It was still happening <laughs> and Cash was still just standing there. And I was like, Oh, this match has been going on like five, ten minutes now. He's not done anything. So I really do hope that he's not as badly injured as he fears. Yeah. Well, there's talk about nerve damage. And stuff, nerve damage. There's, there's even talk of like this being potentially the last match they ever have together. Um, if Cash could be done. The way it was played out, it sure feels like it. Yeah. So the match was. I, I really enjoyed this match. It was. It was proper like old school. Like it was FTR doing FTR things. Basically, they were they were bringing the old school like sensibilities. At one point, they tried to push. I think it was Santana off the turnbuckle the way the Cash fell to injure him. Yeah. Um, which was a, a sort of nice throwback. Santana hits the three amigos on Dax, points up to the sky, hits a frog splash for a two count, which was lovely. Uh, they do a move on Cash early on where they like it's like a like a sort of reverse flapjack sort of thing. Aye, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Where they like sort of spin him around like between them and slam him face first um, yeah. into the floor, which which was, I've not seen them do that before. Um, um, and but... they end up actually winning the match with that as well. Yeah, there's a. Couple of things as well. Um, on the come on the coming up during this match at some point, yes, this is what my notes extend to. When they announce what's coming up, uh, Excalibur says we see Jericho before his final match. Yeah. Ooh. Is this is this also the match where Jr. repeatedly calls um, Paul Turner Mark Mike Posey? Probably. I, I didn't pick up on it to be honest. Well, Excal- Excalibur corrects him. I think. But, but JR does also state multiple times that the crowd are full of PMV. That's piss and vinegar yeah. for anyone that doesn't like, Once again, JR wanting to swear without being allowed to swear. For <laughs> <laughs> JR. He just wants to do swears. <laughs> uh, yeah, so FDR um, go down to Santana Ortiz. Santana Ortiz pick up the win. Um, that rollback cutter as well by Santana was pretty cool. Yeah. It was fast and fluid. They, and they, they made they made multiple references to the I mean I noticed this when Michael T's was standing on the apron, but Jesus Christ, proud and powerful look fucking cut. Yeah. They look they've been putting in the work. Santana looks built. Yeah. Even Ortiz, Ortiz was always a little bit like squishy, yeah. but he just looks like rock hard now. Squishy. A little bit S A W F T. Soft, tight, that's the one. Um, but yeah, they, they look they look like the shape of their lives. Um, and honestly, it's 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 in my head now because like I'm trying to think about the pay per view, and then all I'm thinking of is that New York show. And like, yeah. is it going to be is it going to be a potential proud power title change there? I keep forgetting about that show until you bring it up every week. So <laughs> I just I just can't I just can't see a way a world in which you're not putting the rocket on something on these right now. I mean, there is a world, and we might see it. We, we, they've been like dominating people on elevation and dark, like absolutely destroying them. If you're an, if you're a well-known name, like say I was on the same wavelength as what Santana and Ortiz, or I was on the same wavelength of who's another one, 
like Jungle Boy or Angelico, I'd probably get multiple wins on Dark Elevation too. But not just wins though, like they're, they're like destroying people and then like doing like the, the title, you know, simple like thing. Oh, so, so they're what are they in the ranks or no? But they're motioning. I think the I think this is going to be the thing now is like you can, between now and three weeks time, you're going to see them sort of work their way into the title picture. I'd like to see any. Yeah, because it felt like they were spinning the wheels a bit, like waiting for this FTR match to come around. Obviously, with the injury and everything, it sort of got a bit bugged down. I think, I think now that they've got this out of the way and they've they put this to bed, I think now hopefully they can focus fully on. Yeah, they're they're fourth. They're there. All right. Okay. So they can move it up. Uh, well, presumably the Lucha yeah, Rose, if I'd they presu- don't win, will drop down. I'd presu- yeah, I'd presume they'd go to third because FTR are third. Right. So because of the win over them today. So who is yeah. who is? So hang on. They said hang on. You said they're fourth now. Fourth. Well, since Wednesday. Since Wednesday. All right, because the the um the the, the eliminators was meant to be the top four ranked tag teams. Oh, uh, this is since Wednesday, and Griff so, Garrison and Brian Pillman are fifth. So all right, so maybe they just maybe, went down. maybe they dropped down because they lost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you've got obviously Lucha Bros one, Jurassic Express two. FTR three, Santana Ortiz four, and Varsity Blonde five. Yeah, so there's, there's definitely scope for them to, to be in a position to challenge by yeah. Arthur Ash. So, I'd assume they'd go third because of the win over FTR. Yeah. Game, so. And then if Lucha Bros lose at the pay per view, that'll put them down to, to after rankings so everyone else will move up. So yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll talk about the pay per view in a little bit. Um, next up, we've got Daniel Garcia and 2.0 backstage. Jesus Christ, I love these guys. I, I have one note from this. <laughs> Uh, Garcia is 2.0's son? Question yeah. mark. Well, he is, again, am I reading too much of this? He is their son, comma, Daniel Garcia. Oh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Wow. Is, it, is this, I mean, it could be a thing, right? It's okay. More on stuff like that later. I've got a few as well. Also, Matt, Matt Lee has, like, <laughs> the best cocaine face in the world. Yes, yeah, Matt, Matt Lee's ridiculous. They're all just they were just, the exact same in NXT, just yeah, hyped no one, as fuck but, all the time. But no one gave a fuck about them in NXT for some reason. No, no one gave a fuck about them until they got like their own YouTube thing, and then yeah, for a whole three weeks before they got released. Uh, so next up, following on from that, so they cut a little promo. Um, Garcia basically saying that he's going to make it to Derby, doesn't make it to All Out, and that two point are like going insane. They say they just they don't want to, they don't want to like they don't want they don't want the match. They just want to take it away from everybody else. Yeah, uh, Danny Garcia also states that he wants to replace Darby Allen. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think we'll be maybe seeing that before too long. I, I think we might see that on a Dynamite. Yeah, or even that New York show. Yeah, it seems to be well based on what happens. Over the next like three hours of AW television, it certainly seems to be the way they're going. Yeah. Well, again, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge as we come to it. Uh, so, next up, CM Punk himself is out. And I quite like this. Um, so, he comes out, and like, obviously, the crowd nuts because he's back in Chicago. The, the, the title of this, Excalibur says it CM Punk returns to Chicago for the first time in <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> Piss off. Um, but and he makes a good point. So he, he basically picks up the mic and is like, are you sick of me yet? And the crowd are like, obviously they didn't know because it's CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, and he's basically just cutting a promo saying, you know, it's his first match. He knows it. You know, he, every, he doesn't know what's going to happen. He's going to give it his all. Then 2.0 and Daniel Garcia come out and stop beating him up. 
Yeah. Which is, okay, so this is the first time we see Punk get physical with anyone. In action of any sort, yes. Yeah. And then Sting and Darby run out. Well, Darby runs out. Sting well, run, running's a strong word on both of them. Sting. Darby doesn't even do that. <laughs> they both just slowly walk down the ramp. And they took their time anyway coming down the ramp. Like, you see him points had his arse handed to him. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's he is getting beat on like, by the time <laughs> they get to the ring. Um, so anyway, they, they, they get themselves into positions where um, Sting hits a scorpion death drop on Matt Lee. Uh, Darby hits a coffin drop on Danny Garcia. And then to an enormous pop, Sting hits, uh, sorry, CM Punk hits a go to sleep on Jeff Parker. Yeah. Jeff Parker going down the annals of history to be the first person to receive a go to sleep from CM Punk in AW. Think how hyped like, Jeff Parker is. Yeah. You're going to be the first person to get GTS by Punk. By Punk and in seven years. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what a thing to say to have in your bio eh, on Twitter. I mean, that is like, <laughs> as jobber medals go, that has to be like. That is one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is right up there. Uh, and then Punk and Darby do like a little sort of MMA weigh in, sort of intense alpha males. It, it, it was good though, because it was the first time we'd properly. Seen them both. What's well, the first time they've both been together, isn't it? Um, yeah. like in the ring at the same time. So yeah, yeah. And then Sting sort of steps in and like, like, like a, like a dad, like a, tells his kids to play nice. He's just like, hang on now. Gets on the mic and he's like, I respect you, CM Punk, and I was, and I know Darby's good and he's ready to go. And then basically the big announcement here is Sting says that he will not be out in Darby's corner at all. Out, he's going to leave him by himself. One on one. Yeah, that's it. Can't wait. Oh man, I'm actually going to slap. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so. Yes, we don't know how good CM Punk is still, but he's got Darby Allen to cover him if he's not. Yeah, so. no, Darby <laughs> Allen just from to front. You and Pimple, it'll be, it'll be fine. That's all you need. It's fine. Uh, next up, we got a little Chris little video package um, for the World Title Match between Kenny and Christian. I'm I'm coming. I've really come around to this feud. I think it's uh, they've, they've, they've they've really pulled it off. AW. Um, I'm more excited about it. After the past couple of weeks, and I have been beforehand. It felt like a, it felt like well, the way it happened it sort of felt like an oh shit, Hangman's not here anymore. But let's throw Christian in. Obviously, we, we found out later that wasn't the case, and what well, they've done a really good job of making me invest in it and making me really it, care about it. it. It's turned up the heat since Christian won the TNA title or yeah. Impact title. Think, yeah, that that was that turned to be a really good decision. Yeah. Uh, next up, something well. Like- well, before you go next up, JR after the promo says the reason Kenny's held a stranglehold on AEW is because he's that damn good. Not not that he's executive vice <laughs> producer or anything like that. No, not not at all. EVP, extremely violent EVP. person. Mate. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it, JR. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, next up we got a, a wonderful video package with Tony Giovanni interviewing MGF. A fucking bastard, didn't he? Oh, I love him. And I love how he starts <laughs> off by like going over all of Jericho's like nicknames over his career. Yeah, he goes, he runs a list down, like even Corazon de Lyon. I was like, oh, oh. The, be- the best, the best in the world, <laughs> the best in the world, and oh, it's great, so good, well done. Uh, and so this is a, this is a really, I mean, it's MJF, so you know it's a good promo, obviously. Yeah. But the thing that really impressed me about this is he he basically talks to multiple cameras over the course of it, and he keeps switching his focus 
and it, yeah. it, it just works so well. It, it, he comes across like super sinister and like really like calculating and he basically, the crux of the premise, he basically compares Jericho to like Muhammad Ali and said that, you know, he can't leave it alone. He keeps coming back and he won't he won't step away. And every time he does come back, he's a little bit worse and he's a little bit slower and he's a little bit older. Yeah. Tell, tell that to the wrestlers and other company too. <laughs> basically said Jericho's addicted to the spotlight and he can't get out of it. And that's why he, he, he announced that stipulation. And it's basically going to be his undoing because his desire to, to remain relevant will be will force him out of it forever, basically. Um, yeah. it's, it's really chilling stuff. The way he delivers it is beautiful. And Tony like, keeps trying to like ask him a question and he just basically tells him the fuck off. Yeah. Which is I, great. Like, at one point, Tony like, lifts his hand up and every year he's like, no, and just like puts his hand on it. And it's like, <laughs> like stops him doing whatever he's about to do. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Does he, he come across as like really like Patrick Bateman? He like that, that when MGF, like the best kind of when, it, like I said, we said this before, like, because MGF's like, he's always got that like fake sincerity, hasn't he? But like when the mask slips and you see like the, the, the creepy like psycho underneath. Yeah. That's like, that's like the best part of, of his character. He's so good. I think he's, I genuinely think he's like the best heel in wrestling just now. Yeah, he's that good. All right, right. So next up, we get Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Fun on the flow match. Um, Orange Cassidy won with a small package during the advert during the commercial. Matt, Matt gets deleted from ringside. Yeah, so he, he Matt Hardy can't wait to attack Orange Cassidy, and then uh, yeah. Bryce kicks him out. And yeah. he goes. He gets deleted because the crowd go delete, delete, delete. Yeah, that's, that's my fault. They're smart. <laughs> <laughs> bloody, bloody marks. Marks. <laughs> um, I mean, Jack Evans did a really reasonable job in this match. Uh, uh, Jack Evans has always been like, not he's a good wrestler, but he does too many flips. I think is the issue with him. If that makes sense, like he'll sometimes try to be so outlandish it's ridiculous, and it just doesn't pull off. Well, he actually has the better of Cassidy for the best for the most part of this match, and then like yeah. Orange just pulls it out with the with the roll up and the small package. During the ad break, uh, during the picture and picture, so like, that's good because it keeps everyone invested. Like picture and picture for me is normally like, oh, check my phone, also it's on Twitter. But now, oh no, no, maybe you've got to pay attention. Oh because... no, you've got to pay attention now. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, it was so out of nowhere as well. And then, whilst the oranges music is playing, like they just go, oh, we're back from picture and picture. Here's Orange <laughs> Cassidy one. He just like, won. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Okay, so then fair. after um, after the match. Mahardy comes in, attacks. Mahardy HFO comes in. Best friends are really used to come in, but the best friends are still outnumbered. And then out comes Jurassic Express to help out. They make the save. Um, this would have been the build up to the. So yeah, this is match. this yeah this is all built up to the to the um, Bayern match, which is a five man tag or ten man tag. So it's eight. 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 Oh, is it just? Eight. Yeah, four on four. So who's who's sitting? Who's who's riding the bench out of um? Is it ten man? Oh, it's but it's uh, it's all three of best friends, isn't it? And then Jurassic it, Express. I don't think it is. And then is it uh, not? Is it not TH two private party and Mahardy all all in action? Let, let me just quickly bring it up. Hello, there we go. That's what we want. There and matches. Uh, it's just thrilling content for the listeners here. Sorry, mate. One, two, three. It's, it is 10 man. Okay, fair enough. Hi. 
So it is it is fully it. So it's really the Chucky yeah. T, Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Private Party, TH2, and Mahari. Yes. Or HFO, to be precise. Minus the blade and the butcher. Ma- minus. The yeah, but to be precise, Hardy's in charge. Yeah. Because Hardy won't let you tell otherwise, say otherwise. Yep, so yeah, decent enough match. It's fun enough. Nice little bit. It sets up for the for the buy match. Buy match could be fun. It's going to be a big, big silly match with some comedy, and I'm, I'm going to enjoy that. It's going to be nice. Yeah, uh, it's, obviously this has made the battle royal pushed up to the main card because yeah. of the cancellation of Pack Andrade. Pack Andrade, which is now next, next next rampage. A week yesterday, yeah. So next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Just because of travel issues, that's all. So it, it is only different travel issues. So it's not because it's yeah. there was speculation that it might have been coronavirus related. But no, no, because no, Pac is back in, within the week, so it's fine. Right, okay, that's fine then. So if it was COVID, he'd be out for more than more than like two weeks, ten days, wouldn't it? So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, this is it's great that they've just got this match ready to slot in and take the release on the buy-in, and it, it's per- it's a perfect place for it. I think. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, next up, we have some promos we've not really had yet um, in this feud, which, considering the people involved, is odd. Which, but I, I appreciate how they've done it a bit differently. Um, so, this is promos between Eddie Kingston and Miro. Uh, now, is this th- this is top shit from Kingston here? Like, this is the first time Kingston's actually spoke. Yeah, because he came out on Rampage, Rampage, was it? Yeah. And he, he basically had the microphone. He was like, "Nah, fuck that," and just ran in, just sort of battered him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a lovely line. So Kingston basically is saying like. You know, you say you're God's favorite champion. He's going to take his title off him, so he won't be God's favorite. He can't be God's favorite champion without his title. And then he basically says, "It's just along the lines of like, take my hand and we'll walk through hell." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh it's Jesus, a, it's going to be mental, this man. There's not even a stipulation on it. No, they just... think it's going to beat seven shades of piss out of each other. I think this is going to be Mira's longest title defense. Oh, it, it should be anyway. It, and it I think it's, I, should be. I know I said I, I thought Lee Shotty was his best defensive for I am I have high hopes that this will top that. This is gonna be one of the like undercard matches that are gonna be like so good compared to the rest. But, so cr- crucially Miro um, Kingston says that he knows how to take Miro down and it's his weak point is gonna be his neck and he's gonna DDT him. Now is it not a bit stupid revealing your game plan on a promo? Well, he said, he said, like, I don't care. He said, I don't care. You know what I'm going to do? You can't stop me. I'm going to do it. I what's Mira, what's, what's Mira going to do to stop him getting DDT'd? He anything but a DDT? He, he, he couldn't stop Fuego <laughs> DDT'ing him. How's he going to stop Kings and DDT'ing him? He's king of the tornado DDT's, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he said, um, yeah, Mira's going to stay down when he DDT's him. So then Mira cuts a promo. <laughs> says the only way he stay, the only thing he stays down for is his wife, and that's in a hotel room after successful title defense. Jesus Christ! Um, like, so it's important to remember to think that Lana's ninety day no compete expired yesterday. Well, so you think she, uh, she might actually just come with him this time then in a tank? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be some fun in a tank in, in a, Chicago. In, in, in a sexy tank. In a... <laughs> Not again. Here we go. <laughs> be cool. I mean, if, it'd be cool if you don't. I mean, it'd be cool if at some point you did show up and, and sort of walk me out to the ring. That'd be awesome. Uh, that's all she needs to do. Is just he's, he's, he's talking about her enough on Dynamite that they yeah. could easily, you know, introduce her and everyone would know who she is. 
she doesn't really need to say much either. Like yep. when he's doing a promo, she stands or sits at the back, just behind him, just so you can see her. And every time he cuts a line about his wife, he just smiles and looks at her or something. Yeah. After the, saying the way that going down on the, her in a hotel room. The way they've set up his character though is that he clearly like wants to impress her and like keep her on on side and like win her approval. Yeah. Like talking about like the way you talked about her last week. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, he's basically said he's going to punish Kingston. Um, he basically so the, the the feud here is basically that Miro thinks that Eddie was sort of given an easy way into AW because he's got this thing about people losing um, matches and then getting given contracts. Yeah. So it happened to Fuego and obviously it happened to Kingston when he got beat by Cody last year as well. TNT title. Yeah. He actually he referred to Kingston last week as the original sin because he was the first person to be brought in. Well, actually, he wasn't it was Ricky Stark, but still. Um, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Um, but he was like uh, one of the first people to be brought in having lost an open challenge for the Tinted title and then brought in on a contract. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really cool the way they built this up. Um, obviously, he, 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 he was webbing Fuego everywhere last week, ripping his mask off. I mean, could Fuego get involved in this match? Who knows? I, I've got a feeling at one point, like Miro's chickens are going to come home to roost and like all the people who he's pissed off and like beat up are going to come back and like gang up I mean- on him or something. See if Fuego comes out at all out, I will pop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Fuego. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, so then we had um, a pretty little John Moxley promo. Well, actually, it was a recap, wasn't it, of John Moxley's promo from last week? Yeah. And they played it over the, the video of uh, Kojima. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know people are, yeah, people are down on this. Take, except you've got New Japan video and stuff in this one. I think. Yeah. I mean, I know some people are down over this and they, they think Kojima's a bit of a letdown, but I. I mean, they're going to beat the bejesus of each other, aren't they? It's not so much a letdown, it's just you sort of expect more, and it's just because you've already had, as I I said this last week, you've already had Nagao, who I'd say is bigger than Kojima, oh, like, easily, so. But it's it's going to be a hard-hitting match, that's for sure. I wouldn't wouldn't just have it as a throwaway, go for a piss during it. No, you'll miss some stiff shots. It'll be stiff AF. I mean, yeah. If, if you like them, if you like them hard, then this will this will do do the job for you. Uh, next up, then we have Jr. In the and this is cool. Like I always, I like it when Jr. gets out to do an in ring interview because it makes it feel big. Well, Jr. almost cries announcing Chris Jericho. Yeah. Right. Like, so, are we read? Are we reading too much into this? Like, well, 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 um, it's. <sighs> I, I, he needs to lose. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he has to lose. <laughs> Don't give him the win, please. What if he loses? He goes full time commentary on Rampage. He won't though. He's he's got a cruise coming up and he's got a tour going. But he's not got time to do commentary. But that much screeching and screaming. You're not going to get it, even if he loses. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, I mean, this is just a Jericho promo, and it's Jericho as Jericho promo. He basically says, you know, he had to try and like do this, so he doesn't. He'll never look himself in the mirror. Uh, if he loses, he'll go to commentary and he'll do his best he can. And he, then he, he, goes, can, he, he can go for years, more matches, more titles, oh, gosh. Watch, more championships. Oh. Really, Chris? You, you, oh. you, sure about that? <laughs> you know, you know who's Please waiting. Do you know who's coming through the door? In <laughs> 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 line behind Daniel Summers. Jericho, you've been replaced by some boy from Chicago. All right, come down. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's all. Oh, that's what makes me think that he might lose because 
they could certainly survive without him as an in-ring performer now. They, they've got their one ma- mega star that they need just to... Maybe with potentially a second one about to, about to well, drop in. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm sure they'll be fine whilst he's away. Yeah. yeah. And he could always just come back on commentary and MJF could like wind him up and he could goad him into a, a match and come out of retirement. Wrestling retirement, eh? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> ask, ask Terry Funk about that. Ask Terry Funk, ask Ric Flair. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever really gone. Um, so yeah, um, sets up the match real well. Um, yeah. You're starting to tear me around on this Chris Jericho idea. Yeah, um, but also um, it was meant to be JR asking questions. He didn't actually. He asked one. one. He asked one. He asked one. He, said, <laughs> he asked. He asked Chris. He asked Jericho, "Why did you put this stipulation on yourself? Why did you put this on yourself?" And Jericho just didn't answer. He just talked about something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, did. it was JR asking questions and nothing. And Jericho was saying what he wanted, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking twat, honestly. Telling you, there's no reason for him to win on Sunday at all. <laughs> yeah, pissing off have... anyway. So. so after that, we got a quick Darby Allen video. Um, just setting up the, the match it all out with Punk. But it's more on Darby, this one. Well, this is cool. This is so, one. Yeah, and yeah. it said, like, so obviously Punk said when he, if he said if he was 15, Dar- Darby would be his favourite wrestler. And then Darby said, well, when he was 15, Punk was his favourite wrestler. Yeah, and like, and literally when Punk retired was when he started wrestling. It's great, isn't it? It just yeah. all links up. It's <laughs> fantastic. And um, yeah, it's the it's the first time we've had a promo more in depth on Darby. It's the first Punk. time for a long time we've seen a bit of Darby's personality and like not his personality as such, but like his his like his his background and his life story. Yeah, yeah. No burning warehouses or no. He, did, he didn't just or... like he didn't just like set a fucking CM Punk thing on fire. <laughs> like a, he didn't just melt a load of ice cream bars with a flamethrower or nothing like he, that. He didn't just have a like statue with a CM Punk mask on it or anything <laughs> like that. But yeah, it was good to see just Darby being in the light, the limelight instead of Punk. Yeah, like for a brief second. Because obviously this match is, I mean, it, it punks the, it punks a big deal in this match, obviously. But you know, Darby's Darby's a big deal. Like Darby, they put Darby on like triple back to back dynamite main events, and he drew over a million viewers each time. Yep. You know, he is yeah. he is a big he is a big star in AW. It's it's important to remember that. Yeah. He's a deal. He's the big deal. Uh, right. Speaking of big, next up we've got absolute hoss again. Now Hobbs's music and gear. Oh, that tickled my balls. Mm. Oh, it was good. Yeah, that was, was nice. Fucking buying it. Uh, that was nice. So yeah, this is basically Brand Cage versus Powerhouse Hubs. Big meaty men slapping meat. Oof. Yeah. That's gonna tee towel off of the hot alarm. It was fucking going off like crazy. That is genuinely what this match was, just two big boys. Yeah. Just clashing. <laughs> It starts off with Hobbs just battering Cage around the ringside. No, Cage, sorry, battering Hobbs around the ringside before the bell goes. Um, then Cage gets in. Hook gets in the... Hook sort of like gets... As Cage gets back in the ring, Hook gets in his face. That's what gives Hobbs the um, the out to get back into the match, get into it. Um, and yeah, just really good stuff. Cage does a bit of his more athletic bits and bobs, to sort of, which is nice. It differentiates between him and Hobbs. Like Hobbs is just a pure power guy. Yeah. So Cage, Cage like mixes up a bit, which is really nice. It sort of gives it a bit more, a bit more dimension, a bit more depth. There's the leg scissors and the ranos and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Cage with a lovely like sort of fall away fireman's carry. 
superplex, lovely bits of bobs, and then that dastardly hook, again, distracting the referee. Hobbs sort of throws Cage towards the ring, uh, towards the ropes. Ricky Stark just pops him out of nowhere with the FTR bells and clocks yeah. him in the face. Like, you didn't see him... He must have just ran down the ramp and he just, just clocked him. Literally just pops up like an evil jack-in-the-box and like yeah. nails him and then like just drops back down again. He fucked off again up the ramp. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> and town business from Hobbs on Cage and that's it. Now, picks up the win. do you really want to see another Hobbs, not Hobbs, a Cage and Starks match? Well, I don't know what the... I don't know how they can do it because Starks won the FTR title. FTW title, sorry. Now... With the rubber match, you can't have Cage just beat him and take the title back because then you know you're back to where you started. Exactly. I think you just accept that Cage just moves on to something else. He tried to beat. He tried to beat Starks. He lost. He tried to beat Hobbs. He lost. Have him like have him like beat up Hook backstage or something. I think have Hook beat Cage really <laughs> in his in his debut. <laughs> in his debut, let's go. <laughs> You work around it, make it a no DQ or something. I think you maybe so, th- I think you maybe think about maybe pushing Cage towards being like Miro's next challenger or something along those lines. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a show. Because you need just to get into, just, get in, just, just get into something else, basically, just get into a new program. Uh, I, I mean more on that later, but I, I don't think there's any space for Cage to be Miro's next opponent. Okay. No, that's fine. Oh, I know I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up, another little bit. So obviously we're having Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson on Dynamite. A little promo here. I love this. So this is Malachi's going all. He's going fucking old school here. This is Greek mythology shit. He's saying about like how when he when he beats him to the floor and pin and like knocks him out, he's gonna put like coins over his eyes so that he can pay the boatman when he gets down to Hades. And like, ooh, ooh, this is like Malachi Black. He's a, he's a well-read man, isn't he? He knows what he's talking about. Yep. <laughs> He's read all this shit before. He's, he's read books for fun. Yep. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that was that was cool. Um QT Marshall calls out Paul White. Down he comes. Uh, he's got members of the factory with him. Um Nick Camarotho, Aaron Solo, uh, and two other guys who might as well just have like Paul White shaped dents in their faces for where yeah. for where his fist is gonna be in about 50, 15 <laughs> seconds time. Oh. There's some random jobbers. They're like the fucking bad guys from Power Rangers. <laughs> about to get done in. The ones so, that melt at the end. <laughs> so they, they, they do that. They do the only big show spot you're allowed to do, which is where everyone jumps them in the corner and he just throws them all away. Yeah, that, that one big show spot that his <laughs> hips are able to do for him. <laughs> and then, he, then, uh, then through the form, he absolutely annihilates all the jobbers. Yeah, like he just throws them all out. WMD here, WMD there. Aaron Choke Solo jumps. Aaron, Aaron Solo jumps off the top rope, and he literally just slaps him in the face. He's coming down, <laughs> <laughs> knocks him the fuck out. Oh, the thing is, it didn't look sore. It was just the noise it made was like, oh, okay, you got somewhat of a hit on it. Okay, fair. So then, the ring's clear. Big Show standing tall, and then for some reason, the gun cloak off. Yeah, took their time, eh? I mean, he's already handled business, mate. Everyone's fucked yeah. up. Well, what's the point? <laughs> so they come down to help out. Uh, as they're in the ring, um, QT's like, up on the apron with a chair and he's sort of threatening to jump in. And Billy rips the chair off him. And that's it. It's all fine. Except, oh, no, wait. Uh, Billy Gunn is Seth Rollins now. Yeah. And he just nails Paul White. He nails him in, like, the, in the hip, basically, with the chair. Yeah. And then JR... No, it was in the head. 
Was it not? He hit him in the hip first, yeah. and then he turns around, he hits him in the head, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, JR shows, oh my God, them, them, I can't remember what the word, those dastardly fucking sons of Billy Gunn. Look who've done nothing. Do so it feels like, have you seen that episode of The Simpsons with the, uh, the burlesque house? The what? The episode of The Simpsons where they're all going, there's like the burlesque club. Yes. And at the end, they're showing like the, the the slide shots of all the men going to visit it, and every time like someone pops up, someone shouts like "Oh my god!" And then there's one of Barney, and like no one says anything, and Bo's like, "Oh, oh, oh Barney!" And it, it felt like it felt like that. <laughs> like, and then, like, yeah, I was like, "Oh, oh no, those Austin and Colton, how dare they?" <laughs> oh, how, how dare they just stand there? How... Watch as their dog beats a shit out of Big Show. <laughs> I mean, joking aside, I think the Gun Club interests me a lot more as a heel tag team well, than they do as faces. See, now that we're speaking about this, QT's got a chance of winning this on Sunday. No, no, I don't think I don't think this is anything to do with QT because QT looks genuinely. No, he was shocked when it happened. Yeah, and but... Billy didn't do anything. He didn't go over and hug QT. It was this was not no. a QT thing. No, but I'm saying Billy Gunk is interfere on Sunday. They're not going to have him lose his first match in AW. Surely. It's only Paul White. It's not CM Punk. Come on. <laughs> if, one, if one day you have to lose, then... <laughs> one day you have to lose, I vote Paul White. <laughs> is that the rules? I don't know. Um, right, so moving on from there... That more than it deserves. Um, <laughs> quick one, Britt Baker saying that Reba and Jamie Hayter are going to be in the Cena Battle Royal. Um, she basically see the tease that like if one of them wins, then it's going to be fine because the, the title shot looks go away. And that could be building into a could Jamie Hayter win and do a do a Batista. Yeah, swerve, bro. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then she teases, announces that a giant free agent has just signed a long-term AW contract. <laughs> she 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 announced it on Twitter during the uh, Hobbs and Cage match. Yeah, it was the specific. Uh, but it's her. She has signed a contract extension. She she is signing the contract extension. And I was like, I was like a sort of signing bonus. Um, Tony Khan let her make a match. So I don't know why you let your heel champion make a match, but whatever. To be fair, it was probably a Britt Baker goes, um, I'll, I'll resign, but on one condition. And then Tony Khan, right, right you get Keep my condition. Twitch stream. I mean, I can make a match. <laughs> oh, okay, you, you can have it. <laughs> so there's going to be a um, handicap match on Friday, right, Rampage. It's going to be Rebel and Hater versus Chris Dattmander, obviously to sort of soften her up before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Next up, we have Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was Ty Conti kicked her in the face of it. That was that was fun. That's always good. A very intense, a very intense Ty Conti at the start of this match. There's no dancing, there's no smile. Yes, no, you still a little smile and wave at the start and then straight down. All business. about. Yeah, so yeah, so um, Penelope Ford hit like a real nice like gut buster, like sort of like a sort of fireman's carry up over the head and yeah. onto the knees, which was really cool. Um, there was a really cool bit where Ty Conti just like t- j- jumped out of a Muthalock, which was really good. It was really nice. Yeah. 
and then uh, Ty Conti put on like a, a sort of like a leg bar, like a. Well, she like basically just bent her leg back and stuck her foot into her the back of her knee. Yeah, which looked really painful. Uh, it looks sore. Is it? Um, is that not? It's like a calf crusher or a calf. Killer. Yeah, it was a little bit like a calf. But it killer. was. It was. It wasn't a shin that was in. It was just a foot. Just a foot. Yeah, just like fucking <laughs> straight in. Yeah. Um. Then, basically, Ty just hits like three Yakuza kicks in a row in the corner. She, yeah. And then just gets a throws um, Penelope Ford into the bunny because she's like fucking around on the apron, and then rolls up Penelope and gets the win. One, two, three. Yeah, well done. Right. After the match, uh, Penelope Ford and the bunny start attacking Ty. Out comes Anna Bay. Anna Bay, is that what you're calling her? Is it? What uh, AJR? Ty Conti's, <laughs> Ty Conti's BFF. Yeah, uh, um, she comes out very. Like deliberately and not again, not a lot of speed on the run-ins tonight, show. Like she's um, she's no no rush to get there. She's yeah. actually shouting at like at the two women in the ring, like scolding them for doing it. But the thing is, and Connie's just sitting in the ring, like holding her shoulder, going, Oh my god, it is <laughs> smiling away. <laughs> she just she's just dead happy to have a front. Because it's great, it's just, it's just pure and beautiful. It, uh, everyone's and then, just frozen in time. <laughs> and then they have a they have a lovely big hug in the ring because they're best mates, and it's yeah. just dead nice. Yeah, like Anna J comes in, they're all shite scared there. So, yeah, they just run away. Cool. Yeah, and then it's announced literally as this is happening. Tony Khan apparently tells Excalibur in his earpiece that Anna J has been entered into the women's battle room. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That'll give us a 2v2 stare off. Then Thunder Rose is backstage being interviewed by Alex Marvez, Nyla Rose, and Jake Carl. I love this. So, Nyla Rose and Jake Carl just turn up, and Thunder Rose just looks at them both and is like, Oh well, just takes her earrings out and is like, "Let's get over it. Let's get on with it." Then, <laughs> just, yeah, just goes after them. She knows let's why they're just, there. Let's just stop the chit chat. Let's just go for she, it. Yeah. She knows what they're there for. She knows what's about to happen. <laughs> she ain't gonna waste no time. No, I, I, what I did like though is after they gave her beatings, and it was a state off. I like the state off. And then Smart Mark Sterling gets in the way and is like, "Hang on, there's no uh, money here. Let's wait till Sunday." <laughs> That might have been the smart, the one smart thing you've ever said. Yeah, lovely little, lovely little, um, little interplay between him and Vicky, uh, which was yeah. really nice. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, Car- Cargill and Nyla Rose just staring off at each other. Oh, two the two alpha hosses of the women's division. Inject it in my veins. <laughs> Rampage main event. Let's go. Maybe keep Jr. away from me. Yeah, I'm Rampage, but there's no Jr. That'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Rampage main event, please. Crack on. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then that brings us on to the main event, I believe. Yes. So this was the eight-man tag. So this was Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros versus the Elite. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was real good fun, wasn't it? It was a good main event. I enjoyed it. It didn't like it didn't stick around too long either. It kept itself to a good pace and it uh, it didn't go on forever, which was I, I quite appreciated. Yeah. I, was, I really enjoyed the match. It was a full 4v4. I mean, it, obviously, you had your two teams in it that aren't the biggest. There's a bit where like Ray Phoenix does his like, flippy rope stuff and like the crowd absolutely explode. I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> oh, it's, it looks incredible. I mean, it really does. Every but, time you see it. <laughs> but it's so he's so over. Like, it's incredible. I mean, how can you not be overdoing those sort of <laughs> things? I, I say that. Look at Grand Metal League. <laughs> yeah. 
Sad luchador noises. Sad grandmother eating noises. Um, <laughs> yeah, they make, they make multiple references to like obviously the chicanery, and like there's a lot of times where like the, the elite are like double team or triple team, and like they use numbers and they, they use interference from outside to like break up pins. Obviously, they talk a lot about how this is going to happen on Sunday because we've got the cage. I mean, has anyone ever watched a cage match? <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely going like, to happen. The, the, there's a line that Tony says the cage is there Sunday night to stop Stooge Boy spraying people in the eyes. I mean, you can put things through the cage, you know. I mean, late, <laughs> later in the segment, he literally sprays someone through a cage. He literally sprays someone through the cage. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe not. Uh, eh? uh, so, yeah, it's a surprising, well, not a surprise, surprising, not a surprising result, but a surprising finish, I'm saying to this match. Yeah. So, obviously, the heels get the win. Um, obviously, they, they have to pick up the win, sort of set the intrigue for the for the show to go home. Um, so, Gallows and Anderson hit a magic killer on Phoenix. The Bucks try for BT trigger. Phoenix jumps out, hits a double cutter, which is awesome. Uh, but then the Bucks sort of manage to hit the melter driver and they pin Ray Phoenix clean in the middle of the ring. Yeah. I mean, he certainly took like two finishes, but still. Uh, it, it keeps them solid for. Yeah. Sunday. But Phoenix, I mean, it's it's interesting they pin one of the Lucha Pros and not one of Jurassic Express. I mean, the thing is, I said, I think I said this last week as well. You've got an issue with Jurassic Express just now, where Luchasaurus being Luchasaurus, big massive hot tag man. But if they're building up Jungle Boy as well, yeah, you can't really, put you can't really on him. just yeah. It, it's a bit of an issue. Luchasaurus got pinned last week, but. It took I can't even it took a lot for yeah. them to get a free count. I it was like it, it was it was like three super kicks. Yeah. And then like a fear factor, was it, or something like that? Uh, it was something like that. It was yeah. ridiculous. So you can't do that every single week on which I saw it. <laughs> oh I do love no left. So after the match, Kenny Omega runs out. And basically, he's got a microphone in his hand, and he's directing traffic. He's, he, he tells the Good Brothers to hit a magic killer on Luchasaurus to a table. Um, he gets on Jungle Boy's face and like starts beating on him. Then calls Christian out. Christian comes out. Um, obviously, he's no match for the numbers. They've got so there's it's just an, this is like a, a little Adam Cole reference. Just they've got the they've got the um, kendo sticks and they're using them to choke people out. Is it though? It's, it was a, it was an Adam Cole thing. He did it. He did it. I mean, so did a lot of other people. Yeah, but they're not free agents, mate, are they? Putting two and two together and just getting five. Getting like fifteen or something along those lines. I'm seeing I'm seeing his face everywhere now. It's just it's happening. Um, so then Kenny calls on Don Callis. He says he's got the keys to the cage somehow. Maybe one of them in a game of poker. Um, why, why was the cage up there anyway? That's it's, not the arena it, they're in. It is. So what's the point? It is. It's the arena. Is, it, is that where it is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was somewhere bigger. No, they booked, they, they, they booked the whole arena off for, for a week and they're doing all three jerseys. Oh, that, that's why it's up there then. Uh, yeah. I, I take back my statement. Um, so, yeah, they lower the cage. And obviously, it's it's the um, no no bad wrestlers can get in or out. Like The, 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 the bad wrestlers are already in the cage this time. I mean, you're saying that, uh, Mark. Yeah. That there's no one was able to get in, but Marco's stunt. I think they forgot about him because he got like all the way up to the top there. <laughs> yeah, so what happens? The cage drops down. Um, the faces are beaten on the heel. The heels beaten on the faces, and then like, um, where's where's Frankie Kazarian at this point? 
top delete hunter. Did someone just forget to pick him up from the TNA tapings? Someone forgot to give him. <laughs> <laughs> so he just sat there in Nash- Nashville Airport because, like, what? Why, why have I not got my phone? Where's my ticket? Because, because they're not making his um, fucking gear for him. He's just buying it at shops. They just forgot about him. <laughs> just no one booked him. We just forgot to add him to the show. Like, oh, fuck, <laughs> it. Um, so like Orange Cassidy comes out. Um, is it Dante Martin? Yeah, Dante Martin as well, yeah. Uh, like all, all your all your you know, your your white meat faces, your white meat baby faces come out basically like your, your proper good guys. And they're here to like try and they're trying to climb up the cage. As we said, Brandon Cutler spraying them in the face because you can't interfere with a spray through a cage. We're just BT next week is just gonna be Brandon Cutler running about the fucking cage going, ah, got you. <laughs> <laughs> he loves cheating now, mate. He cheats now, he loves cheating. Uh, it's his favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. It ends with the Bucks and Kenny hitting a, beat, a three-way BC trigger on Christian and just annihilating them to end the show. Yeah, it's yeah, it's building up for all out. Yeah, uh, they, so. they keep they keep mentioning it's their biggest pay per view, like today. Is that because of one person or overall? Because I've got a feeling they keep pushing that on. You know, that it's the biggest card we've done, but yeah, it, I mean, a lot of it's punk in it. A lot of it's yeah. punk. Uh, right, quickly, ups, any ups and downs for this? Yeah, I think my highs and oh, lows. Sorry. Well, aye, highs and lows. Eh, my low. I my lows just going to be Big Show and sorry, Paul White. Um, Paul White and Billy Gunn. All, all, all that, all that nonsense. All that nonsense we've said was shite about six weeks ago. Uh, my high, I think, is going to be the MJF promo. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I, I, can, I can totally understand that. MJF is life. <laughs> Me is very good at, at doing yeah. the talking. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'll take the same low as you. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I mean, I'm, I'm glad Big Show is getting to have fun. That's poor White. I'm glad he's enjoying himself. You know, it's good. Uh, Jay, I'll call him Big Show three times this week, so we're allowed yeah. to. If something other than fucking Paul White does a squishing on QT on Sunday. Yeah, they're either a bit of intrigue to it, you know. So, you know, that's that's all right, I suppose. Uh, if there's I, anything other than that, though, there's something wrong. There's anything other than QT Marshall getting his soul chosen that his body, <laughs> then, yeah, something's gone horribly wrong there. Um, and hi, I'm going to have Santana Ortiz for FTR. Again, I know it's not your thing necessarily, but it was some good old school tag team yeah. wrestling, and that's, that's exactly what I'm here for. That, that's why I'm not jumping down your throat going, how dare you pick FTR? <laughs> how dare you? They're shite. <laughs> <laughs> And not, they're just not your thing. Yeah, that I know they're good, like, but they're just. I'd rather watch something else than FDR. That's yeah, all. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, right, we'll move along quickly to Rampage then. Um, again, uh, Rampage is fast becoming my favourite thing. Like, it's good for an hour on a. It's just uh, well, I can watch. I, I, can literally, I can literally get up on a Saturday, and I've got to go somewhere. I can just throw it on in the morning while I'm breakfast, and yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't fuck around. It's just three matches, a little bit of this and that, and off you, off, off you go. It's great. Uh, to begin with, someone was big brain their sign. Uh, thank you for making wrestling awesome, but it's AEW some. <laughs> yeah, big brain. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we start off with um, Malachi Black versus Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Malachi Black makes a spoopy entrance. Still love it. Never going to stop loving it. Johnson fucking dresses like his childhood hero, Cody. 
Yep. Like it's bad. Like he's got the what the hand the one hand taped. He's got the weight belt. Got the weight belt. Bright white belts. Yeah. Don't don't do that to him. Wrestling has more than one row family. (laughs) 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 Don't do that to Lee Johnson. And this is a much more competitive match than I was probably expecting. Yeah, I I I don't I didn't like this. I liked a few things. So um, there was a bit early on where Johnson like elbowed Black and like sort of like knocked him backwards a bit, uh, and then the crowd chanting "You fucked up, you, <laughs> Johnson," yeah. which because not wrong because he made him angry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was very it had a very it felt all like the mirror matches you know where like Mirror maybe staggers a bit early doors because he maybe underestimated him and then he just sort of gets control. I I, I know AEW wanted to try be different and have like. They're jobbers, not uh, yeah. Lee Johnson's a jobber. He's a jobber. Um, development right, talent, Luke, should we say? So, sorry, development talent. Uh, look, look, like give them a couple of goes. Like give them their licks in. Make them show the crowd what they can do and stuff during each match. But not, not against Malachi Black. I mean, he didn't get that much in. Like if this is a football match and you look at the stats, it'd be like twenty-five percent possession. 25% possession, but it'd be like 2-1 in the score. But like, you know, you look at the shots on <laughs> target. you got the one lucky. <laughs> if, if you look at the shots on target, it'd be like 15 to, to 2. To 2. You know what I mean? And that one on target you got. <laughs> so, yeah, once once Black sort of takes control, um, it's kind of just slow death of... of... Yeah. And he it's... did say, he did say in his promo last week, he said um, he granted... Brock and Cody, a swift end, but he said Lee, because of Lee Johnson, though he interrupted him, he said he would draw it out. Yeah. And he does, and to he be did. fair. It goes, this goes 10 minutes and it's Monica yeah. Black. And a lot of this is Monica Black just pacing him like a fucking predator. It does feel like 10 minutes. Right. It's not the greatest. There's a legit suicide dive by Lee Johnson as well. Yeah, that looked quite nice. It looked nice, but it looked sore on Johnson's ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Malachi kind of he, he kind of went over him and like went straight into the guardrail, didn't he? And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a localized Mother Free sign. Do you know Mother Free? Mother Three, yeah, big, uh, yeah. big SNES RPG. Why, why is it to be localized? Because it never came out in the West. It was only released in Japan. Oh, okay. So people want a Western translation, an English translation of it. I've wanted it for some time. Right, that makes sense now. Okay. I think it might be on the 64 actually, but it was it was a mother was like a it says Game Boy Advance. Have you ever played Smash Brothers? Yes. You know Ness, the character? Yes. He's from Mother. Yeah, I can see him on the yeah. pictures, yeah. Yeah, it's that's them. It's all that. Yeah. Uh, it's apparently probably a pretty good game. I've never played any of the mother series, but apparently a big it's one of the like the few games that never got a uh, a Western release and it's one that fans have been cra- clamoring for for years. And it's on the characters on Smash Bros. and stuff, even though it's Yeah, yeah. Well so it was Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem never come out in the in the West until Smash Bros. came out and they, they started bobbing up in that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh well. Fair enough. I suppose Sorry. Smash Bros. would be in Japan too, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, so the end of this match, um, Black goes outside, gets a chair. Again, this is echoing sort of what nearly happened to Brock last time. He comes in, but this time he doesn't use the chair. He just puts it on the floor and literally says, Johnson, go on, pick it up. Crack on. I'll and turn he, round. And he turns his back and offers him, offers him a shot. And Johnson like looks at it and looks like he's thinking about it. <laughs> Black just goes, ah, fuck this. He just uh, kicks his fucking head off. 
the thing is, as soon as he put that chair down, I was like, he's just going to get kicked in the head. I'm, yeah, I, he's I, going I, to kick you he's real hard. He's going to kick you. Like, this is, he's, he's just going to swiftly turn around and bang, you're gone. And I tell you what, he doesn't have to get some whip on that heel, does he? <laughs> the thing is, um, they don't give it justice commentary because they just call it a fucking heel hit hook or some. It's the black. Like it's that. the fucking black mask, mate. It's the black mask or the black or the blackout. They, the blackout they called it last time. Aye. Why don't call it the heel hook? Don't do that. And again, like I love how like after he kicks, after he hits him with it, he's just in like no rush to bend him. No, it's proper like Booker T Triple H WrestleMania <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> 23 seconds, brother. <laughs> uh, and then after the match, uh, Dustin Rhodes comes out. And that, that's what I think we all want to see. It's what I expected last week, to be honest, with yeah. Dustin to be the one that come out. But to be fair, I, I get they had to, they prolonged that bit just to give Black more. You, you see Black on the outside, like counting on his fingers, like the members of the Nightmare family that he's put down, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I'm telling you, Quiddy's coming back, like black hair. Uh, Purple smoke and I like last time. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Punish Cody. <laughs> Punish Cody. <laughs> it, it's happening. We're getting all that again. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, the thing is, does Cody go over black? Surely not. Uh, I mean, he went over Brody. So again, uh, we'll post. Yeah, but this is this is different. <laughs> it's Cody. <laughs> This is Black's first feud coming in. And like, um, so yeah, so next up we had uh, Mark Henry backstage talking to Dustin Rhodes. Again, nice to see Mark Henry and Dustin Rhodes hanging out together. That's that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like I like this promo as well. Um, basically said he's coming for Malachi on on um, Dynamite on Wednesday. Anyway, she says that you know he's basically he basically said he's thrived in the darkness for five decades. I Which mean, is, there was very there was more darker times than. Some, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We all remember Black Rain. Yeah, well, he tries not to. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he can remember Black Rain. To be fair, um, seven, seven, yeah. Wait, he put a stop down a promo. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he obviously drawing on his like trouble past in, in in the business and like his, his sort of the, the the dark path he's been on for a lot of his career. Um. And drawing on his real life experience to say, yeah, you know, I know straight. You, you want to talk about darkness? I've, 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 I've been, I've been in the darkness. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go there. So yeah, I think this will be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. We're bringing it on. Yeah, Malachi's going to kick his face off, so it's all going to be fine in the end. Dustin always puts a hard graft in and gets beat, but I'm all for it. He ain't going to be spanking Malachi Black's bare ass, is he? No, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's his brother's job. I feel. Like. I was thinking about his match with uh, Sean Spears. Oh, oh God! <laughs> no, don't give him that pain. Oh man, if the thing's Dustin's done in AEW, like he's spanked Sean Spears' bare ass, he's bled in one of the best AEW matches with Cody. He's forcibly kissed Jake Hager's wife at ringside. Like he actually sexually assaulted her. Yeah. He's had an interesting career so far in AEW. Oh fuck me. Uh, yeah, the bunkhouse match as well. The, yeah, the, the, the bunkhouse. I, I liked the bunkhouse match. I like I like the bunkhouse match. I really enjoyed that, and I love that. And the butcher's uh, Twitter handle is still bunkhouse butch. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, fair play. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Um, but next up, speaking of 
fair play. Um, we get Mira out. And he's basically talking about... Uh, I, I, I love this segment. I really love yeah. this. Um, basically talking about Kingston and the... Um, Kingston basically said he's got a charity contract. I like this. And he said, like, life without struggle makes you soft. And now yeah. he's nothing more than a bag boy for John Moxley. Oh, that's good, eh? Yeah. And then Kingston comes out. Um, and then he basically um, he basically said Miro's God was stupid. And he basically said that God wasn't real. And then I looked at the crowd and was like, yeah, I said it. Yeah. God, God's not real to me, pal. <laughs> Like, I don't believe in your God. Um, and then basically said he's going to hit all these moves on him for his, to hurt his neck. And then your Miro's God, like... Your God must be upset with you because... And it's a good point. Yeah, your God your God put me here and I'm going to yeah. do a hurt on you. So, you know, your God, you can't be that favoured by your God if he's sent me to do you in, basically. At, so, at this point, Miro is mad. Miro like, is absolutely he's... spitting, like, furious. <laughs> and he's like, he's, like, telling things, like, come in the ring, come in the ring. So Miro, uh, Kings runs the ring, Miro bails out, crowd boo. Crowd again, super, uh, Kingston's so over, man. You've missed the most important line from this. The very last line from Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah. Where he goes, Redeemer, redeem these nuts. Redeem these nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. Eddie Kingston just dropping the low-key quote of the year. The crowd went mad. I went mad on the couch at like nine in the morning. The, the pop for that was insane. <laughs> D's nuts are over in 2021. Well done, Kingston. I, I applaud you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a little fight on the outside. Um, and yeah, Miro gets hit with a back fist of DDT and Kingston stands tall. Uh, also, Kingston's wearing a DMX top. Yeah, I mean, he's been wearing a DMX top for he's, he's had DMX top on a few times. Uh, well, that that one looked cool. That was yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, I, I like I like that one. He's had just like a, t- a black T-shirt with a picture of him on as well a couple of times. Yeah, but this was like a red, like very nineties sort of like basketball. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up we have the Trish Statlander versus Jimmy Hater and Rebel. Um, yeah, decent. Yeah, Jimmy Hater looked good. Rebel looked good. Like Rebel got a few looks in here. Yeah, she looked alright considering we barely see her. Uh, like sort of three quarters away from the match, basically Hater just says, "Ah, oh, no, I think worth it," and like leaves Rebel to it basically. Yeah, there was a um, Starlander hits like a was a drop kick I think to Hater's knee and yeah, uh, which makes Hater hit Reba with a. A, a flatliner. A flat flatliner, that's what it was called. There we go. Well, mate, remember you're not worth it. I mean, I, I know, I had sideliner and fucking... <laughs> I had everything to do with the side, and I just couldn't get it. So. And then there's another cool move where Statlander had Rebel on his shoulders, like a fireman's carry, and hated, like, jumped on it to, like, crossbody and Statlander just caught it and then just fell forward. Like, it was, like, a world's strongest slam slash... Like wasteland at the same time. Yeah, it was. I'm throwing. It was away. I remember WWE finishes. I, I can yeah. call them all. I was all for it. <laughs> it looked. It looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, that, like you said, at some point, Hater and Britt decide that this ain't worth. This ain't worth Fuck the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> they just leave Rebel to the Wolves and think, "Yep, yeah, sorry." And yeah. then um, Statman the locks in this awesome looking submission. It, it took a bit of time to get on, but I think the more she uses it, the smoother that transition will be. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm hope it just looked a bit fidgety. It's like a, to begin it's like, with. It's kind of like a leg lock, kind of focus on the legs, didn't it? Uh, what was Dean Malenko's fucking submission cut? The, the cloverleaf, but yeah. without the arm being inside, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, there's a lot of limbs just. It's hard, it's hard to describe, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> it, it was it was because it, it was like both arms and legs were like interlocked. I think like Rebel had yeah. to like verbally submit. Yeah, there was no way she was just tapping out. She can. It was great. Yep. So took a bit of fiddling, but the more she is, it'll be smoother. Can't wait. Yep. So that, was, that was fun. Uh, then we had some more um, promo stuff uh, all out. Just oh, hyping oh, up the last yeah. few matches. The, the crowd went mild when Red Velvet showed up there. Oh, yeah, Red Velvet. Sorry, Red Velvet. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so good that we just skipped over it. <laughs> I literally forgot it happened having watched it literally 12 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next up, we had the, the, the customary Rampage main event split screen, which, again, I really enjoy. Yeah. All for it. Yep, Darby basically said he's not overlooking Garcia and he's going to win. Um, Garcia basically said he's going to hurt him real bad. Yeah. That's what he does. He, Garcia, he likes to hurt people. Um, yeah, so they the, call on his son again, 2.0. The son, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we have CM Punk music hits. Uh, he walks down the ramp, jumps to the crowd. <laughs> The man, the man that offers him a drink. <laughs> like an alcoholic beverage and Punk looks at it in his face just like, nah, mate, I'm all right. He's like, no, you know, I'm the guy that's like I'm, drug free. I'm literally free. the guy who doesn't drink. That's my whole thing. <laughs> I'm that guy, remember? I think the guy just got so like overwhelmed by what was happening. He's just like, yeah. oh, wrestler, do you want to? Oh, no shit. No, you're seeing Punk, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think he realised he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was fun. Um, ju- just as the match starts, before you go properly into it, um, Excalibur says the line. Um, it's when they do the submission, like against each other, the locks they go like arm locks and leg locks and head locks, and just at the very beginning, there's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um, Excalibur goes Garcia locks in the yes grip. You know, the guy that says yes, yeah, yeah. Remember yes, remember that. Remember the yes movement, yeah, that. I don't know what the yes grip is. I've never heard the yes grip. Not a clue. I know the yes lock. I know the yes lock, but he said the yes grip specifically, and I've never heard it in my life. Um, (laughs) So... Darby, like at some point on the outside, Darby just fucking yeets himself into the time table. Yeah, he, he goes flying backwards into the railing behind it as well. Yeah, he goes over it and yeah, just cracks into the barrier, which looked lovely. Um, uh, there was a bit, there was a bit where um, Darby hit a Pepsi twist. Yeah, and then yeah. he hit, and then he hit a code red, and then they start. Oh. He hits a Pepsi twist. And he hits a code red, which prompts CM Punk to ask are all moves named after sodas now. Oh, I, I hate that mountain Jew JR goes and Jericho goes on a bit someone else as well. I yeah, uh, I tune that out. Um, oh, it was it, it started off pretty bad. It got worse as it got even I, I like punk and commentary though. I think punk made punk was punk added to the, a lot to, to it. Yeah, there was also the reference of um Jericho about his sister hitting him. 
Yeah, because she's going to be in attendance as well, like on Sunday. This is Jericho. This is Punk's sister who Jericho claimed was a drug addict when they feuded. Oh shit! So it is. Oh, I get an end. <laughs> That's why you got slapped. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. But it's stuff like that. Jer- Jericho, I get it, but it's not really his thing. Someone made a good point. Jericho, I'd like it if Jericho would like be able to differentiate between like the voice he uses when he cuts a promo and the voice he uses when he's on commentary. Yeah, like just calm it down a bit. It sounds like he's trying to cut a promo all the time. Yeah. Just do what Mark Henry does, make me chill. The thing is, when he's on tour and he'll have the same voice as well because he's having to shout. Yeah. It'll be the exact, it'll just be how he is, really. But, so yeah, um, a, 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 couple, a few more good bits and bobs this match. This is I really enjoy. I mean, I really I could watch these two wrestle. The, ma- the match was good. It was- oh, it's worth noting as well before we get into this properly. But, but before we go with uh, Punk was wearing like some Bret Hart inspired t-shirts. Yeah, the H, the white H, and then the heart ninety-seven. I think it was. Yeah, if Punk yeah. comes out in like Bret Hart inspired ring gear on Sunday. Oof, oof. I mean, or get his macho man fucking briefs on. Let's go. <laughs> get the macho man ones on. I dare you. But yeah, lots of good stuff in this match. Um, Darby, like, smashes Garcia's arm across the steel steps on the outside. So, like, um, Darby's really, like, focused on the arm of, of Garcia to, like, sort of stop him from using that submission move. And it works um, when they're up on the top rope. Um, Garcia goes to suplex Darby, and he has to switch arms. Because yeah. of the damage that's been done. And then he hits a Darby with a massive superplex um, for a two count. And then he locks in a rear choke. Yeah, gosh, he is so good, man. I fucking love him. He is very, very good. If I was Tony yeah. Khan, I'd be I'd be prepping a contract like ASAP for this guy. Who does he remind me of? I think he reminds me of like a, like a Lance Storm sort of guy. He is, he is literally Brian Danielson from 2005. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is the, the, the same person. It's, stag- <laughs> it's staggering. <laughs> uh, it's hits the Pepsi twist um, and code red, get to two counts, and then he locks in that sort of like weird, like the pin, the pinning leg lock thing he does. But he, he calls it, is it something to do with a cross? It is. He calls it something weird. Yeah. It, and yeah, that's it. He gets the win. Um, I mean, it's quite a cool thing to have your own special like pin. Well, Orange Cassidy's got one of those. He's got the monster, hasn't he? So yeah, exactly. they, they, they love a bit of that. Um, yeah. So after the match, uh, 2.0 come into the ring and start beating up on Derby. Uh, Sting comes in to try and even the odds. Punk's sort of looking a bit concerned. He's like, he's like, Sting's got this, right? Sting, Sting's okay. Yeah. And then Sting don't got this. Sting's not paying attention. He's on the other side of the ring, battering <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> well, Daniel Garcia is just nailing Darby repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, so Punk gets off the announce table and starts to like step to. Yeah, Punk gets off the announce table, and then at this point, Jericho shouts, "It's clobbering time!" No, you don't say it, Jericho. <laughs> you let well, Punk say it. You let Punk say it. Come on, stop stealing his things. <laughs> he already stole best in the world off. Maybe it's because he stole best <laughs> in the world off Jericho. You have to, you have to nick, nail, nick this back. Maybe that's just how it works. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, so Punk doesn't actually get involved here. He just sort of steps to Tupano, and like as they sort of back away from him, Darby just comes through the ropes and takes them out. Yeah. Just wipes them out and then I stare off. Then and the then, show. like they had on Dynamite, they end up with a stare off. 
I mean, I, I'm all for it. This is, I je- this is the match I'm most looking forward to. Call it now. What match is going to close all out? Th- this one has to. CM Punk and Darby has to. Because anything after it is null and void. I mean, they have called the title match the main event quite a lot. It, this this match, if it's not, whatever's after it is null and void. Everyone's going to be tired. Yeah. Everyone's going to be shattered. The crowd are going to be quiet. Think about it. Yes, there might be CM Punk chants all night, but it's better than being like shattered. If your match is that good on the night, they'll stop chanting CM Punk. Yeah. They'll forget about CM Punk for the match. You, that's all it takes. I get it, Chicago. You want it to be done with, but yeah, but yeah, this this was a fun yeah. episode. Rampage is good. I love Rampage. Like it's an hour. It doesn't fuck around. It gets you the good stuff. Um, any highs and lows? Uh, my high is going to be the main event because it was very fun, very good. And uh, my low is Black and Johnson. Like Black should have just kill them. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have, oh, it's worth noting before we move on from this, um, as he promised, um, after he pinned him, Black like, sort of closed Johnson's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Which is, he said he would put the coins on, on the eyes for him, which is, he sort of did that, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, Black's just a great, his, his character works at next level, isn't it? It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be really fun when he kicks Dustin so hard he thinks he's gold dust again. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah um, I'll have I don't think I've got a load this week I'm going to have the main event as well though because Daniel Garcia is a hell of a guy and he, he, he does the wrestles real well I don't think you've had a low for Rampage yet I just I don't find I can't yeah. It's there's, there's no saggy bits on an hour there's nothing yeah. like there's not an hour of place you've not had one yet so. no so I'm going to keep that streak going for 30 years mate 29, 30 years 20, 20, 28 and 1 <laughs> It's going to be. Uh, right, very quickly, um, we'll move on to very brief predictions for All Out. Uh, I'll just give you the card. I'll give you the, I'll give you the match. You don't you tell me who and why. Right, okay. Okay, best friends in Jurassic Express versus Hardy front office. Uh, best friends in Jurassic Express because they're wanting to make Jungle Boy and... Make Jungle Boy look strong. Look strong. Luchasaurus is usually strong. I get you. I can make the take the pin, but don't. I think they give. I think now is when you give you the win. Yeah, I I think you give you the win. Those uh, you don't watch BC that often, do you? I, I do. I watch it every week. Just I'm always oh, cool. a bit late. Yeah. Uh, so you can see this week's. Was yeah. it this week's where um, Statlander choked you throughout afterwards. They have this thing where like Chuck gives like you to tip points on his match, and then Statlander yeah. always chokes him out. And Statlander's choking him unconscious. And then as he's like passed out, she puts him down and screams. No one knows what your finish is because you're a loser. So. What we want is to know what it is. Well, we want, we want you to hit his finish. Like, that's <laughs> that's what we need to get from this match. Uh, okay, next up, Women's Battle Royal. This is a hard one because there's like 21 competitors. Uh, yeah. Uh, who, what are we doing? A joker in? Well, first of all, who do you think is going to win? Who do you, I've got Taekwondo. I have changed my pick to Taekwondo because yeah, I, okay, I think okay. I think after this showing and with Anna Jay coming back, I think they've built the momentum behind it that she could go all the way and win. And she's a great person who can just have a decent match with Brett. And I don't you mean just, it. You can slot it into it doesn't it doesn't need to be a big program. They can just have a match in like two weeks' time and it'll be really good. And then they can just move up. They can both move on to something else. Like her and Anna yeah. can go do tag stuff or whatever and dark order stuff. Brick can fight the next person up. Yep, it's fine. Yeah. Can't wait. I did originally have Layla Hirsch. I think they're, they're big I, on I hair think, as well. 
I think everyone else has has put Leila Hirsch as well, have they not? Yeah. Troy has, yeah. Yeah. Right, who do you think? Well, does anyone not think the Joker is Ruby Zerman? No, I was trying to think the only way they can get away with it being Ruby, not being Ruby, so is if it's someone bigger, but there's there's no one. There's no one just now. I'll, Diona Perazzo at a push bit. Nah. I mean, Kira Hogan's in it, which is cool. Yeah, it's cool, but... But she's not even the surprise, she's just there, you know? She's just there, she's already announced, yeah. Yeah, which is pretty nice. There's, um, there's 20 announced, so they're all there. It's just that Joker that's missing. Moxley v Kojima, why is it Moxley? Why is it Moxley? Because he's the he's the um, holder of the Forbidden Door. Yeah, he is, the, he so, is literally the Forbidden Doorman. He is just he, there to, <laughs> he's just there to batter Japanese guys now, that's what he does. And it's if fine. Not, if you've not got ID, you're not getting it. <laughs> you're not, not with them trainers, <laughs> mate. You're not coming in with them. Um, Paul White versus QT Marshall. Why is um, it? Why is it Paul White? I literally spoke about it. it could be QT, but I refuse to pick on it. <laughs> you just you, you've got to, you, can't, you can't you can't risk willing that into existence. You've, no. just to, <laughs> you've just got to stay the course. No, I refuse to pick on no matter what. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I've got MJF because it shouldn't be Chris Jericho. You're currently the only person who has MJF on the that is, ridic- that is ridiculous. I'm on the fence. You you might be winning me over here. You might be that, tipping me. That is ridiculous that no one's picked MJF. I'm shocked by all of you. I think it's just the refusal to accept that Jericho will retire more than the actual match itself. He's, he's fucking off for six months anyway. <laughs> Even if he comes back in six months, it doesn't matter. Like put MGF over as the ultimate right. dickhead. As we talk, as I'm talking to you now, I'm changing my MGF. There you go. Because it's it should happen. There's no reason MGF shouldn't win this. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Next up, uh, Mira versus Eddie Kingston. Miro, Eddie Kingston's going to put in a good fight, but he's not winning. I think Mira needs this to sort of push him to that next level, doesn't he? Yeah, he needs to. So I was talking to Neil about this the other day. So um, Cody and Darby's record for title defenses stands at eight. Yes, this will be Miro's seventh. And he's not really had a big. He had but, Lance Archer, did he not? Yeah, but that was at the last pay per view. Yeah. yeah. But who um, are they going to let Miro break the record? I mean, they could. They yeah yeah they can. It's an easily done thing. But put a put a put a pin in that because we can come back to that based on what else you put down here. Well, um, yeah. Young Bucks for Lucha Bros. Again, I've put Young Bucks, and I don't think anyone else has. Do you and I'm think? Shocked. Do you think they won't change any titles at the show? They don't need to. It, it might be a pay per view. That doesn't it's, mean they it's, need it's to. Biggest show of the year, Miss. Aye, because of one person. You know that. <laughs> yeah, all out, never all out. It's like all out. Yeah, yourself all all out. It's like their big one, isn't it? You know, it's their mania. Uh, uh, yeah, but still, it, no tails are in the hands. Young Bucks are winning this. So, I've got Lucha Bros down. Everyone else has Lucha Bros. <laughs> because I think there's something else that might happen a bit later. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm booking this in my own head. I think I, I, I honestly think there's a very strong. It's, I mean, this is like for me, this is like 45 55. Yeah, it's definitely a close call. Like, I'm not arguing that because I think but... there's a real good chance you say we let Proud of Powerful beat the books in New York. Yes, because that would be great. Like, 
heel versus face and the face yeah. go over. And I'm all for that. And the PMP got a massive hometown pop. I, I, I put bucks down before we came on this podcast. And as soon as you said that, I was like, that makes even more sense for the bucks to win. Yeah. And I think so, that's what I, I honestly think that might be the way they go. But I think there's. There's something else I'm going to talk about in a bit, and I'm, and I'm, I, I reserve the I might change this before the actual. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally flip. I'm like this on this. I'm flip flopping like so hard. <laughs> I'm twitching on this one. Um, Britt Baker, be Chris Statlander. Why is it Britt Baker? Because our boyfriend's crying about his twitch. Yeah, she, sure. she, she ain't good. They ain't gonna land Adam Cole. Baby is taking the strap off for his <laughs> <on> it. <laughs> Britt Baker's the fucking money maker in the household. I mean, come on, you're getting nibbed with CM Punk. You're not dropping the belt. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. With respect to Chris, um, she's she's she'll be fine with the loss here. It'll be her first loss since she came back. Oh, they'll put Statlander over as hell in this match. Yeah, it's not like she's getting fucking job because and we already know that they're planning to do Britney Rosa next year, early next yeah. year. So obviously that's going to be for the title, and I think Rosa has to be the person to take the belt off Brit eventually. It would be a good storytelling. Yeah, I'm all yeah. for it. Okay, um, Kenny versus Christian. Why is it Kenny? Because vanilla Christian, that's why. Well, they're not letting Christian beat Kenny for two belts in two minutes. Not two. And Hangman's winning that belt. Yeah, that's, that, that belt is already reserved. It's got a fucking yes. reserved sign on it. <laughs> the nameplates are already made. It says Hangman Adam Page on it. They're ready to screw on. <laughs> yep. Um, CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Why is it CM Punk? Why Chicago. is it CM Punk? <laughs> Why is CM Punk going to win his first match in seven years in Chicago in front of a raucous Chicago crowd? Because if he doesn't, they'll burn the fucking arena down. Oh, <laughs> if CM Punk lose, I think I want CM Punk to lose just to see it happen. <laughs> just to watch the world burn. Just to watch the internet just explode, Twitter to break. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a bonus point. Um, if slash when Brian Danielson debuts. Who does he step to? Yeah, um, I've put Miro because I think you have as well because of the same reason. Well, I I I, I flip flopped and I this is in my head. This is how I book it. Like Miro destroys Kingston, cuts a promo saying like he's beating everyone. There's no more open challenges. Where's it? Where's the challenge? Who's the next man up? Boom! Final countdown. Brian Danielson. Do you think they're going to get the rights to the final countdown? I think Tony Khan's Tony Khan's got fucking money, mate. He can do whatever he wants. It's Europe, though. That's, that, that, that would be the biggest money song. That Joey they... Tempest needs money. Everyone needs money. That would be the biggest money like song they've yeah. got so far, if they get it. It's like Slade Christmas. It's like one hit, one thousand. <laughs> it's all they've got. <laughs> it's all they've got. They ain't got that way cheap. I, I like Europe. I like Rock the Night by Europe, but it's not quite Final Countdown, is like- it? You know, I like I like the other stuff they did later in life, the blues stuff. That's supposed to sing the blues is good, you know. Uh, I'm going to change. I have Kenny down here for some reason. I'm going to change it to Miro. I yeah. think, yeah. I, I think that is the perfect. He, he destroys, well, he, he has a, a big war against Kingston. Cuts a promo afterwards saying, you know, he's God's favourite champion. Why is no one stepping up to challenge him? Who's next? Literally, who's next? Boom. Danielson. Set it up for um, Arthur Ashe. Big fight. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, Danielson can take the loss there because he doesn't need to win because he literally was in WrestleMania main event like four months ago. So it's fine. Um, And last one, uh, another bonus. Anyone else you think might debut? I think I put 
Adam Cole, to be honest. Maybe. Just as a safe bet. So Maybe. I've got sort of two theories here. I think either I think something there's going to be some fuckery in the cage match, isn't there? Yeah, there's going to be Cutler with his spray, and the Bucks will probably run down. And the Bucks, Cal- Callus is. Oh shit! Oh, the tag match. Yeah, I don't know why I had Kenny in my head. Um, Callus might Gallows and Anderson will be there as well. So yeah. you've got Gallows, Anderson, and Cutler there. But well, I was thinking, like, what if Adam Cole interferes? He could come in on either side. Well, well, Courtney, like, booked this perfectly for an Adam Cole one, right? You ready? So, basically, it goes all dark, right? And the, the, the Bucks have won by pin in the cage or whatever. Right? So, they're celebrating the cage. It goes dark. The lights go up. There's about 20 folk with, like, ghost outfits around the thing. And then it goes dark again. And then there's one at the top of the cage. And then it lights up again. He's at the one at the top of the cage. He reveals himself. It's Adam Cole. <laughs> he came back from the back dead. From the dead. <laughs> he comes back now, just like Jerry now, Ryan did it all in. Now, the fans would mark out everyone that watches BT. Everyone yeah. would mark out for that sort of thing. So I, I think either Adam Cole interferes on, on, and he could interfere on either side. He could interfere for or against the Bucks. He could either rejoin the Elite or he could attack the Elite because they killed him. Yeah. Or. And this is my little bit of fantasy. This is this is for me. This is for me. I think Flair could interfere on behalf of Andrade for the Lucha Bros. I mean, they could, yeah. Because Andrade's whole thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, you're the Lucha Bros. You've you've not you've been with Pac this whole time. You ain't won the titles. Come with me. You'll win gold. What if he literally gives them the tag titles as a way of saying, "This is what I can do for you." Yeah. I mean, it's a show, actually. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I have license to change that. I might change it all because I'm, I'm very, very much on board with the way you pitched it, like the way you you, know, you say about the books retaining and yeah. and I think it's sort of written in the stars, proud and powerful. But this this is the great thing about AW pay per views is that even if the booking looks simple on paper, it's, all these, it's usually different to what there's we all these see. little intangibles <laughs> that we, we're not quite sure of we don't quite know what's yeah. going to happen uh, right so that's all out it's going to be great we're looking forward to it on Sunday Aaron you're watching it in the pub you're going to be rotten me and, Jay, me and Jay are going to a beer tasting for, we're drinking six beers then we're going around to his house we're going to have fun there out in Glasgow all day to then go to a pub at 8 o'clock Eight, you're going to eight o'clock and it starts. Going, going, going to eight o'clock to do a raffle, a pub, a wrestling quiz. Mate, that's five hours before the show starts. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you could watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy in that time. Mate, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, <laughs> I get a free pint when I get there. So it's oh, fine. that's that's all right then. Yeah, that's, um... <laughs> that's it. Anyway, Saving that pint for a We do hours. have a couple of questions. Um, so Faye on the Discord said, once Malachi has sent the Nightmare family to Hades, respect, uh, how do you think he will go about recruiting people into the House of Black? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's a... Do you want to see a House of Black? Do you want to see Malachi with the stable? Or do you want him to just do his spooky kicking by himself? Nah, I think he should be a lone wolf. Just uh, and then Troy said, and why will it be Murphy or Buddy Matthews? As, um... Do you think we're going to get Buddy Matthews in AEW? Someone's put him down to be there. I think it was Troy himself. Yeah. Put to show up, be the other person showing up. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to be in AEW. 
it, it seems that the, 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 the talk seems to be that he's heading to Impact, doesn't it? Which means he could still turn up. Yeah, I think I think the dream scenario is he goes to Impact, but then he comes to AW briefly and does a program with Malachi. Forbidden Door. So you, ha- you haven't got to worry about booking him long term. You just bring him in to, to have a fight, have a bit of thing with Malachi, and then he goes away. Yeah, I'm all yeah, go for that. It works. Uh, Troy also asked, "Who does Punk go after once he inevitably beats Derby?" Who's another up and comer? Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy, yeah, the Lucha Bros, Penta, Sa- Sammy, Penta, Phoenix. Will he have it? Will he have a storyline, or will it just be I want to wrestle these guys? I don't think we're seeing CM Punk fight every week. That's not going to happen. No, it's not going to be. But no, but will he have a sto- will, will he, will he have a storyline though? Will he will there be like a narrative behind it, or will he just be having matches? I think there'll be. Oh, I. I think it's more of the story to begin with. For his first couple of matches, there'll be I'm the best in the world. I'm back. I'm CM Punk. Who beats Punk first in AW? I mean, it could be Kenny. It could be... Cody? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> it could be Chris Jericho if he wins on Sunday, bring, which is ludicrous. Bring that evil into the world. Um, <laughs> also, what's your prediction again from Troy? What's your prediction for match of the night? All of match of the night. I think I'm going to go genuine match of the night. I think it's going to be the box and Lucha Bros. I mean, it has to be. it's Ray Phoenix in a cage. Exactly, Ray Phoenix. He, he's going to do something ridiculous off the top of the cage. Uh, Again, look at their matches when AEW first started. Look yeah. at the ladder match. Ugh. Look at the Triple A match. Was it Triple Mania for that year? When, in 2019? I'm sure it was. There's Triple uh, A some sort as well. Uh, so another question for Faye. What's so special about the steak bakes in Newcastle that Pac had to miss all out? <laughs> I mean, the answer is obviously that you can watch them down with the nuclear ground, clearly. Well, uh, exactly. See? Sorry. Down by the riverside. Yeah. <laughs> down by Tyne. State bait, Nuki Brown taps off. <laughs> Away you go. Uh, he's in full game mode too, as always. Um, so Troy again. Uh, when Cole inevitably turns up in AW, will he align with the Elite? Also, who's his first feud? It depends if he's face or heel, really. How he comes, how he starts off. I would love to see him come back. I'd love to see him come in as like the first, the first boss the Hangman has to fight when he comes back. Or he line, yeah, he, he can be that. And then he takes over the elite. As the elite crumbles, I, I think if, if he as like, they crumble, well, yeah. he could like he could sort of like insidiously sort of bring them down from within, in yeah. a way, like feed into Kenny's paranoia, drive away between him and the books. Yeah. Or I mean, you could, I'm... or you could just have him come in and be another elite hunter like Kaz, but one book who because, actually wins because he's former Bullet Club. There's so many tangibles that could happen there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So some the last shot, the last shot that the dangles off Gallo's face. <laughs> I'm all for it. Do it. Um, <laughs> Give us it. Next up, um, anything else? Who do you think Miro or Eddie should feud with if slash when the title changes hands? Who do you think Miro should feud with next, Aaron? I, I mean, I mean, I think I've already said <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have Miro versus Brian Danielson in a flag and a flag versus flag match. A four so, corners flag match. 
four corners flag match. First one to get four flags and a, co- a flag in each corner wins. Uh, right, and that is going to do it for our questions. That was from Dan on the on the Discord as well. Right, okay. That'll be us then. Yep, that's Good. it for us. Um, we will be recording s- some point next week an all-out podcast, I guess, into, in, as well. We, we can't do two shows and all-out. It'll be like three hours long. We have to split into two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll have an all-out podcast early in the week and we'll have our, our usual AW podcast over at the weekend. With breaking it down to the two weekly shows as we as we reset on our run into full gear. Yeah. So yeah, everyone, please do enjoy all out of you watching it. Um, think of Aaron, poor Aaron, who's going to be at that point like twelve hours into a drinking session. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I can't wait. The thing is, I'm going to watch all out again. I'll be. Yeah, like, you're not. You're, you're going to fucking remember. I'm not remembering. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't remembering shit. First time over. Right, so enjoy your lovely bounty of wrestling this weekend, everyone. Please stay safe, enjoy your wrestling, and we'll see you all very soon. Goodbye. Why did Vince McMahon kick Daniel Bryan Bryan out of his art club? Because he thinks he can't draw. Oh. (laughs) Topical. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to testicular cancer charities. <laughs>